our next uh, guest, Jeff Johns. He's from CW Cares, which is a cable channel, you know, Gossip Girl, American's Top Model, all those wonderful things. And Jeff Johns is the producer of Star Girl, My Funny Late Sister. And I am so touched, so touched that Jeff has done this to honor his sister. It's amazing. And Heidi, you know the sibling thing, so. I think it is absolutely phenomenal. I love that his sister is his inspiration and that she is his guiding light. And the show is wonderful. And we really want to thank CW for supporting us and being a sponsor to this uh, wonderful day we're having today. And enjoy, everyone. Starman, are you there? Starman! The Justice Society must live on. Someone with honor must carry the torch. I know this has been difficult. The move and a new stepfather, but we're gonna make a good life. Hey, sorry, that's just real delicate. What are you? It's the cosmic staff. It's extremely temperamental. Staff's not supposed to work for anyone except Starman. This has to be the reason the staff lit up. The staff chose me, and I choose you. I never thought there'd be another Starman. Stargirl. Stargirl. New series this Tuesday at 8, 7 central on The CW. Good morning, everybody. I'm Jeff. Thank you for the time and for having me here. I have to say, I wish I had something like this, or I knew it was something like this when I lost my sister, Courtney. I lost my sister in 1996. I had just moved. Uh, I graduated college from Michigan State and moved out to Los Angeles. And she was um, on flight TWA 800, which was a plane that went down um, and had a mechanical accident that went down um, flying out of New York to Paris. She was a foreign exchange student, she was 18 years old. And, uh, and Courtney died on the, on the plane with all those passengers. It did feel like the main emotion that I could, I was allowed to have was anger. Um, and that was hard. Uh, and I really, I really uh, spent years trying to figure out what else to do. Um, because you are kind of only allowed to have, have anger sometimes. But I'd had a passion for comic books my entire life. And comic books were, uh, uh, were everything to me. Like they were, like I grew up with them with my brother and, and we loved them and um, we loved superheroes. Uh, it was, you know, it was just everything I loved. And I think what helped me obviously was I, I took my passion I had, that I had passion I had my whole life and I decided to create a character based on my sister, Courtney, called Stargirl. And she would embody everything that I loved about my sister. My sister, because she was the youngest of three, had a lot of drive. She was funny. Um, she would do anything that we, her older brothers would try and do, and she did it usually better. Um, she was amazing. She had this endless energy. And, um, and so I created this character uh, Courtney Whitmore, Stargirl, uh, who is about a, it's about a teenage girl who's, who lives in LA and her mom gets remarried and they move to Nebraska where she's unhappy. She's got no friends and doesn't know anybody. 
and she discovers that her stepfather used to be the sidekick to a superhero. And she finds that superhero's old costume and um, equipment, this cosmic staff that has power, and she takes it for a joyride and ends up becoming a superhero. And her stepfather has to come out of retirement and ends up becoming a sidekick again um, to his stepdaughter. Uh, the tone of the the book and the show that we, we've made is is really fun and optimistic and hopeful because that's who Courtney was. And it allowed me to channel my grief. Like for those who are in, in the, the beginnings of it, it's it's hard. It's it's really hard. And you know, I especially right now I feel for everybody that that uh is experiencing this during the COVID uh, pandemic. Um but one thing that really helped me was creating this character and, and putting all my passion and my energy and the things I already loved into redirecting that into something that mattered so much more to me, my sister. So I, I, was, I managed to marry these things together, marry my, my passion of comic books and, and, and superheroes with my love and my grief for my sister and turn it into something that, that I could, as, as Ken said, take my you know, kind of take, take my, uh, my emotions and, and my anger and direct it into something constructive. Um, that really helped me. And it also helped me connect with, with people because the whole, for me, the whole entire, you know, loss of it beyond, I, you know, I wish my sister was here to play with my son and, and, um, and I'd love to see what she thought of everything going on, just everything in life. You miss, the people we 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 lose that are so close to us, and that grief is so um, so powerful, and and it is you know it is kind of never never ending, but but there's a way where it evolves, and um, and it changes. You look into your eyes and you see the, the, a broken heart. Um, you, you you always will feel that, but there's a it it changes, it evolves, and and you will become you will become whole in a different way. You know, you're, it's, it's, you're changed forever, but in a different way. But, um, but so I, I created this character and I pitched it to DC Comics back in 1998 with an artist um, named Lee, Lee Motor and uh, it got published and it was, uh, it was a fun book. It, it went 14 issues. And then the character went on to become a member of a superhero team called the Justice Society of America, which is this really cool superhero team from the 1940s that DC had, the first superhero team ever. And she carried on this legacy of Starman and had this, this, you know, this cool cosmic staff. I've worked in comic books, film and television for 24 years now. And, um, and over the years she's been in animation and she's appeared in, you know, uh, TV shows and um, comic books and everything and had toys. And I have this cool statue of her that, uh, that the people who, Created a costume made that you know it's stuff like this that just means a lot to me because as much as I love superheroes like um, you know that's it's more than a superhero to me. I had a chance to pitch this TV show to CW who I've worked with for a long time on on um, things like Flash and Batwoman and um, and, and it's uh, and with Warner Brothers um, and. Uh, and the show's on right now. And it's, I mean, the greatest joy I get is my parents watching every episode and, and my brother, um, 
you know, my mom always texts me like, I've watched it four times, episode three, four times. And it's really, it's really fun and rewarding. And the most rewarding thing I get out, out of, out of this is that I, my family's connecting with it, you know, cause as I said, like we, the biggest loss and mourning is really that connection to someone you love so much. Um, that unconditional love, that forever love, that family love. But it's that connection that I really mourned, I really lost. And my, my desire to connect with people is really why I tell stories. Why I work in comic books or television or, or movies is because I want to connect with people emotionally. Like I like to have a shared emotional connection. And, and by putting Courtney into the comic books and TV shows and everything else, it allowed me to kind of express and, and introduce this character, this my sister to everybody in a, in a, in a way through entertainment, you know, that, that allowed me to, um, it allowed me to, to present it in a, in a fun way, like in a really exciting way. And, and she's a fun character and, and she's funny and she's, um, she's overzealous and she's someone that, you know, definitely does not go in with a plan as a superhero who's, you know, 16 years old and leaving a couple other kids around that are, that are trying to be superheroes. It's just inherently fun. And so it's fun for me to work on. And one of the, one of the things that I, um, I was able to do was when I was working with Breck Bassinger who plays Courtney, I mean, the casting, you know, if you can imagine trying to cast that character was, really incredibly tough because um it is so emotional and i'm so particular and and it was really who's going to embody the the spirit of of my my sister it's it's a complicated emotional thing and after all those years i had you know processed a lot of my grief um but i'm still processing it like making the show every day i was faced with you know talking about her and it was great to talk about her. I loved talking about her. I loved um, when people would ask me questions. The prop master said, "Hey, can I pick, put a picture of her on, you know, Courtney's bulletin board in in, the, in her bedroom?" It was it was, and he had suffered loss um, in a different way, but a very very real way. And and it, it's that you know that loss I think that connected me emotionally to a lot of people. And one of the things if I had, you know, if I could go back to you know, maybe the years right after I lost my sister, I would have, I would have tried to connect more with people who had loss. I internalized a lot of it and, um, and channeled it through my, you know, through my art rather than through people around me. Um, and I think I could have, I, I could have uh, evolved or healed a little faster if I had had connections like this, you know, if I had connections, um, or I sought out connections, um, for grief. And I, I actually didn't, it took me eight years to talk to somebody about it, somebody professional about grief and it, it helped immensely. It changed my attitude incredibly. Um, but, uh, but I, I understand how, how hard and challenging it is. You feel so alone, you know, um, even, even my brother and I grieve differently, like, and he and I are like best friends, but he and I both grieve differently. And there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, discussion because it's so known between family members, like you, you share the same and suffer the same loss, but, um, but reaching out, making those connections is so, I think so important and so valuable um, and really has helped me even now, 24 years later, helps me just 
continue to celebrate and um, evolve and you know look forward to everything because of you know because of what I've had the opportunity to do in the name of my sister in the name of Courtney and um, and I, I think if whatever your passion is it doesn't have to be obviously comic books or television but I would look at whatever your lifelong passion has been and is there a way to incorporate the law you know the loss of of your loved one into that is there a way to kind of merge them together because it becomes a celebration which is what helped again helped me as I, I crafted this character to be a celebratory character to be a uh, a positive character to have you know my my greatest uh um my greatest hope is going to comic-con and when i see people dressed up like star girl it's fun because it's her it's her at least her essence carried a, a, along in a very different way you know um most people who read the comics I mean, they, they do now because of the TV show and I've talked a lot about it, but when I first introduced the comic book, I didn't talk a lot about how she was based on my sister because it was more personal. You know, I talked about it a little bit, but really I talked more about the comic book as a story and the character as a character. And, and ultimately now it's become, I think, easier for me to talk about it and to look at it as a very, you know, ultimately a, a positive you know, a positive thing that's out in the world. Like, I think part of my desire was um, to put to put some of that positive energy. It was all my desire to put that positive energy back into the world, and um, and and I tried my best to do that. The one of the things that was hardest for me, and this is just obviously all my opinions and my personal experience. Everyone deals with it in a different way and feels differently. But one of the things that was so devastating to me is when, when Courtney first passed away, you know, people often say, Oh, I feel them around me. Well, I didn't feel her at all. Like I just felt that emptiness, that, that kind of a lo like a loneliness, that vacancy, it was so powerful. Um, and so overwhelming. That's really what, uh, what drove me to, to try and create something to put it back in, into the world you know and i feel her much more now in in a very different and real way my experience was was that was uh was really trying to to create something to not replace her at all because it's impossible to do but to carry on a, a part of her to you know to do something that was important to me and my family that would um that would be fun, that would put a smile on, on their faces, that would uh, help me um, process it and, and incorporate it and um, and also create something fun for other people. Like I, I would never have created Stargirl if it wasn't for my sister. And, you know, I, and that's okay. Like that's that's good. Like it's good that, sh that that character exists um, out of that loss. I think it's it's, you know, it's special for me. But then following her, like doing her adventures, like writing her in comic books and television has been a, a, a really interesting experience too, because the character eventually takes a life of their own. It's almost like the daughter of my sister, or like the, the you know, there's, there's a thread of it, but then the character evolves and becomes something entirely new and, and, um, and springs forth from that. And that's, that's wonderful. It's, you know, that's what life is supposed to be all about is, is everything influencing everything else as it continues to evolve and change? And there's a lot of 
complexities emotionally in in that as you watch it happen. Um, but it it was you know it was really it was really it's been a special special journey and and having the show premiere now has been you know a dream. Like I, I feel like my entire life from when I was a kid and first got you know bit by the comic book bug everything I've experienced, the loss of my sister, but everything else I've experienced has kind of led me up to this, this, uh, this show that, that we got to make that everyone poured their passion and love into. And, you know, one other thing that, um, that I find really interesting, you know, when I talk about my sister, even now, it's very raw, it's very easy to kind of open up that wound again and feel that pain, even after all these years. But there's also a, a, a change in that pain it's um it can turn into something that it's never going to be it's never going to be i don't want to say positive but it, it can be productive you know it can be like the emotional evolution that you can take on it, there can be a lot of a good that comes from it and and i think everyone that we've lost would want us to find what that what is that good that we can we can find what is that hope that we can get to um, because hope is, you know, hope is a, emotions are a funny thing because it's not tangible. We can't put hope in a glass or grief in a glass or, or measure it in any quantifiable way. It's so individual um, and, and within us. But uh, I think that hope, when you talk about hope, and Stargirl certainly is all hope embodied. She's the most hopeful superhero out there to her detriment sometimes because she gets into trouble because she thinks she can handle anything, which was very much my sister Courtney. Um, but hope, hope isn't just empty hope. Hope also requires drive to enact it, you know, and it's hard sometimes to get out of bed or get up or be motivated to do anything when you're in the middle of grieving or when you're, when you're overcome with it. And, and I think you need to allow yourself the time. I certainly wish I allowed myself a little more time to process it and live with it and be okay with like, it's okay not to you know, not to want to get up. Um, but part of hope, finding hope is finding the drive to, finding the drive to do something. And and maybe look, if you love jigsaw puzzles, maybe it's just that day, just do a jigsaw puzzle. Like, you know, do like get, get yourself up there and do something. That always helped me is, is finding, you know, an activity to just get me going to things I loved. And that's why I got into comic books. I'm like, well, I'm going to read comics because I'm going to escape into this comic book world. I'm going to go through my comic book collection. I'm going to organize my comics. It kind of distracted me from just living in the, 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 you know, the, the immediate grief of everything. And through that, I started to think as I was just getting into the business of storytelling, well, the first comic book I'm going to create, I'm going to create for my sister. And so I, I eventually got into, you know, I got into that and, and I, and it took me a while to create. It took me like a year to kind of create Courtney and Stargirl and and set it up and sell it. And um and uh, and and you know it was it was hard, but it was it was a great journey. Whatever your emotions are, channel them constructively, you know, and it's gonna take time to figure out how to do that. It took me three years to figure out I'm gonna channel this into this comic book and have the comic book come out. But I think that channeling process is is incredibly valuable and for me making connections with others who who've lost people i've met some of my closest friends just they lost their sisters and you know there was something about that 
connection that you didn't have to over explain how it felt because you knew the other person knew how it felt as a human being i think connection is so important my love for comic books was just i connected with people who love comic books my best friend josh was i saw him reading a comic book i'm like oh you like comics and we in, in high school we ended up being best friends and still and um it's those kind of shared connections in life that for me have always helped um you know you not feel not so alone and uh and understood because at the end of the day that's you know really we want to feel understood and not alone and loved and um and i think that's why it's so hard when you lose a family member for me you know i lost my sister and and that you lose that connection of love and being loved from somebody that's so important to you and and also mourn that all the things that they could do you know that that they would have gone on to do and i think about that a lot what you what would she be doing and and when i think about it sometimes i put it in the comic books or the show of like oh she'd be going to fight super villains and kick an ass because in my brain my imagination likes to imagine that she's um she was destined to be a superhero uh and so you know so uh that's that's really my story of of loss and um and how i channeled it into something really positive and uh that not only helped me but my family and, and made a lot of people i don't know happy you know entertained a lot of people and and does now and um and and you know whatever it is whether it's talking to another person that uh that has lost someone or um or trying to channel your your, your grief or your your love even into something uh positive that you have passion for I, I really encourage you to do it you know i've it's been 24 years since i've lost my sister and um uh and i miss her every day you know still but there's a lot of positive that is um that is that is that has come in life and still to come you know both related to you know what what my sister sister has inspired me to do and and um and outside of it you know too it's uh there's a lot lot of good stuff out there even during this pandemic you know there's still a lot of great stuff out there and this is a time of reflection and it's even harder at times because we are we have so much time to think and sometimes that's our most dangerous uh, dangerous thing, but, but often it's our best. Um, but thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for, um, um, having me on here. I, I really, this is a wonderful, wonderful program. And, uh, and I hope you all have a great, great day and, um, and stay strong and don't forget hope requires action behind it. I've learned that it helped me to help others, to know I'm not the only one, put one foot in front of the other, find a life. Adding hope to the darkness, you start on the trip to recovery. Reach deep down inside and say, I am gonna live on. We laugh, we cry, and remember. Hope without action doesn't work. Hope with action can change the world. We always say, if you've lost hope, please lean on ours.